Good morning, Nachum. Good have Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Vayishlach. Parshas Vayishlach, first of all, according to the Chinuch, contains a one of the Tariag mitzvos, namely the third mitzvah in the book of Bereshis, the prohibition of eating the Giranosha, the sciatic nerve. There are in total three mitzvos in the book of Bereshis, and really we have to ask ourselves, if the Torah is our constitution, whereby we have a total of 613 mitzvos, so why do we need a book which has a total of 50 chapters in it and only three commandments in all 50 chapters. In Bereshis you have the mitzvah of Pruervu to have children. In Lech Lecha you have the mitzvah of Brismila, circumcision. And in this week's parsha of Vayishlach we have the third mitzvah of the prohibition of eating the Giranasha. So you have to ask yourself, why 50 chapters and only three mitzvos? And the answer is number one, Derech Eretz Kodmola Torah, that before we receive the Torah, we have to have refined character, but most important, we have to remember there is no such thing as a Bible story. There are only Bible lessons. And so, why is it that the Torah tells us in this week's parsha the fact that Yaakov was mugged? And as a result of his being mugged, we are taught that Yaakov was hit in the area of his hip socket and Yaakov was limping after this incident and therefore the Torah teaches Al-Kain Lo-Yochlu B'nei Yisrael is Gir therefore the Jewish people are not to eat the sciatic nerve found in the animal now Let's try to ask ourselves why the Torah prohibits our eating the Giranasha. What might be the lesson that we are to learn therefrom? So the Chizkuni, in his commentary, tells us the incident of Yaakov being attacked is preceded with the three words of Vayivaser Yaakov Levado. Yaakov was left alone. And this is a kind of accusative finger to Yaakov's 11 sons and one daughter. How dare you leave a father alone? And as a result, 
of their leaving him alone, he was attacked. And the rest, as we say, is history. Therefore, this is a kind of knas. Knas meaning a penalty to the Jewish people for having left their father alone and a very powerful lesson for future generations, be it specifically regarding Kibbut Av, how children have to go out of their way to protect their father and mother. And on the other hand, we extrapolate that it's not only our father, but we are to be there for one another as well. This is the commentary of the Chizkuni. However, the Sefer HaChinuch has a very different take on this incident. Now, let's take a step back and ask ourselves, who is this uh, Ish, this man who wrestles with Yaakov Avinu? And the rabbis tell us, and as the Sefer HaChinuch says, that we have Bekabalah, we have a tradition part of the oral law, that this was none other than the Tsar of Esav. There is a guardian angel for each and every nation whose mission and purpose is to advocate on behalf of that nation before God. There is only one people, one nation, that does not have its guardian angel, and that is Yisrael, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu, B'chvodo, God, literally himself, as, as he tells Yaakov, when he has the dream of the ladder on the ground, and Rosho Magiashamayim reaching heavenward, and the angels are ascending and descending. However, Hashem says to Yaakov, Hine Anochi Imach, I am with you. Okay. So now, what's happening here? Says the Sefer HaChinuch, really building upon the Ramban. The Ramban says that when the Torah says, this angel fought with Yaakov, Ad Alos HaShachar, until the rise of dawn, meaning all night. What does the term night signify? Night signifies darkness and the period of Golos, the period of exile. That throughout the exile, Esau fights with Yaakov. Now, what does that mean? Yaakov is hit in the hip area, says the Ramban, near the organ of procreation, showing us that Yaakov is going to be attacked in one of two ways. As he himself prays to Hashem, 
before the actual meeting with his brother Esau, Hashem, please save me, Miyad Ochi, Miyad Esau, save me from my brother, from Esau. Now wait a second. We know that Yaakov only has one brother. And we know there are no extra words in the Torah. The Torah could have said one of the two. Save me from my brother. Save me from Esau. Why does it have to say both? Save me from my brother and from Esau. Says the Beis HaLevi so sharply. Yaakov, the Torah is telling us, was afraid of two different opposite phenomena. He was afraid lest Esau try to act towards him as a brother. Let's live together. Let's live harmoniously. In which case, what emerges therefrom, Lo'aleinu, is, as we see in America and throughout the world today, horrific rates of assimilation and intermarriage. That's one form of fear that he has of Esau. And the other form is Mead Esau, that Esau is going to try to persecute, to kill me, as indeed we recite every year at the Pesach Seder. Bechotor Vador, in every generation, they try to literally destroy us, as we see literally happening today. It's Hashem who saves us from their hands. What is the take of the Sefer HaChinuch on this uh, in ha- happening on this incident, he says, take a look everybody, Yaakov emerges from this encounter with Esau almost completely intact. We know he's limping, and even that, we'll see in a moment, is healed shortly thereafter when the Torah tells us that Hashem caused the sun Marpe therefore that HaKadosh Baruch Hu brought the sun to heal Yaakov Yisrach Lo Hashemesh so we are to learn from this Masei Ovo Siman Lebanim what happened to our forefathers is important for the future that as Yaakov survived the Golos as Yaakov survived the exile, as Yaakov survived the struggle with Esau, so too will we. The Jewish nation will prevail. Am Yisrael Chai, despite all the challenges that we've had over the centuries, we are still here and we are ever stronger. Whoa! So this concept says the Chinuch um, is to teach us just that, the immortality of Am Yisrael. It has a very positive message 
that Am Yisrael will never be destroyed. Whoa. So Rav Moshe Feinstein, Zichat Sadik Levracha, in his Sefer Dorash Moshe, asks, isn't it strange? All the other commemorative acts of recalling the miracles of Jewish history are done with an action, positive. We eat matzah on the night of Pesach to remind ourselves how quickly Hashem extricated and took us out of Egypt. It's a positive thing that we do. We eat the matzah, we eat the maror to remind ourselves. Here, is it not strange that we're abstaining from something by our not eating the girat nasheh? This is to remind us of our success in the quote, goals, in the exile. And his answer for that is because after all is said and done, we don't want the gullus. We don't want an action to show our survival in the gullus, in the exile. We would so much prefer, as we say every day, in our Birkas HaShachar, at the conclusion, don't bring us Hashem, lowly day nisayon. Don't bring us, please, to any kind of a test. Gullus is a test, and we don't want to commemorate the, you know, the Gullus. And therefore, we are told that, and I quote from the Sefer Achinoch, the descendants of Esav inflict pain and suffering on the descendants of Yaakov. But ultimately, Yaakov will be rescued from them even as we find regarding Yaakov Avinu, the Torah says in this week's parsha, Vayizrach lo Hashemesh, the sun shone for him, and he was delivered from the pain. So concludes the Chinuch, the son of the Mashiach will shine for us. He, the Mashiach, will heal us from our suffering and redeem us. Amen. Kain he ratzon. Amen. Bimheira. Be amenu speedily in our days. And let's just conclude with one word. The Torah tells us when they do meet Yaakov and Esav, Vayishokeyu. Esav kissed Yaakov. And you'll note in every Chomish, in every Torah, there's a dot over every letter in that word, Vayishakehu. Now, wait a second. There are less than a half a dozen places throughout the Torah that you have a dot over a letter. Why over here every letter? And so, our rabbis tell us, and Rashi quotes this, number one, that A, some say that he did not kiss him with sincerity, and the other opinion is from Rab Shimon Bar Yochoi. Halachahi, it is an immutable law. And we see it, unfortunately, today throughout the world. Biyodua, it is known. It's part of nature. She'esav sonei liyakov. That Esav hates Yaakov. Here, nichmaru rachamav. 
Esav, for the moment, had a temporary change of heart, and therefore, in this moment, Nashko, he did kiss him, with sincerity and emotion. However, throughout history, as we see it today, literally, unfortunately, Esav Sone Yaakov. Esav hates Yaakov. The last word, we yield to the Chinuch, whereby we are taught not only Am Yisrael Chai, but because we have the protection of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we are confident, we are positive, there will be a Mashiach to redeem us and to bring us to that time where, as we say in the Shema, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad, and Rashi says, do you know what that means? Listen, listen carefully, Israel. Hashem, who is Elokeinu, right now, he's only the God of Israel. But the day is going to come, and we are promised by the Novi Zechariah, in this week's Haftorah, we are promised Ovadja, excuse me, both Zechariah and Ovadja, we are promised that one day Hashem will be recognized as the God of the entire world. The best is yet to come. Shabbat Shalom to all.